And welcome back, everybody, and happy Monday. We have an early look at how the fortified roofs did during Hurricane Sally, a highway reopening after seven months, and the weather this week. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. When a sure enough powerful hurricane blows through a Gulf Coast town, one of the common sights in the weeks following landfall is that from above, a lot of the area is dotted blue from all the tarps covering damaged roofs to keep water out of the house until it can be repaired. Once a roof is compromised, wind can get inside and tear out more roof, come through the ceiling, tear sheetrock off the walls, and all kind of bad stuff. And of course, rain gets in and gets blown around and often does as much or more damage than the wind. One thing that is believed can make a difference in some of these storms is roofs with the fortified certification. And indications from Hurricane Sally are that it does make a difference, at least in the case of up to a Category 2 hurricane, reports AL.com's Dennis Pillion. A roof with a fortified certification is supposed to be able to withstand 130 mile an hour winds. The roof has to be put on with ring shank nails, the nails with the little grooves that go around them instead of the smooth nails. The plywood pieces on the roof have to be sealed so that it keeps water out even if some shingles are blown off. And the edges of the roof are pieced together in a way that makes it hard for the wind to start peeling them up along the edge of the roof. That's often where you start to lose parts of the roof is along the edge there. Alabama just so happens to lead the nation in fortified roofs. That's partly credited to local building codes along the Alabama Gulf Coast, and it's partly credited to a program created back in 2011 that gave out grants to people who would agree to upgrade their roofs to meet the fortified standards. So for whichever reason, Alabama has about 16,000 fortified roofs near the Gulf Coast. Roy Wright is the president and CEO of the Insurance Institute for Business and Home Safety, which developed the certification, and he's the former head of FEMA's flood mapping program. He said that out of those 16,000 fortified roofs in the state, as of this past weekend, he had seen exactly zero that weren't intact after Sally. He said that there were only examples of cosmetic damage to those roofs from whatever objects may have been blown into them, but the homes survived, all of them that he's seen so far. Brian Powell is the head of that grant program that helped people upgrade their roofs. He said that many people who sustained damage during Sally will now have to get a fortified roof because of current local codes. He said the homeowner will need to pay for it now, but once his program is rolling again, those homeowners can apply for help in offsetting the difference in cost between a regular roof and a fortified one. Also, for those in the Hurricane Sally zone, FEMA has a couple of mobile registration intake centers in southwestern Alabama, open 8 to 6 through Tuesday for Baldwin, Escambia, and Mobile residents affected by Sally. One is in the parking lot of the Atmore City Hall complex, the others at the Foley Satellite Courthouse on Section Avenue. There's supposed to be more centers opening up in coming days, and they want you to wear a mask when you come ideally covering up your nose if you breathe out of it. Highway 231 has been put back together a few miles south of Huntsville, Alabama, after being shut down for seven months, reports AL.com's Lee Roop. 
The problem was a landslide on the side of Brindley Mountain between Lacey Spring and Morgan City. Birmingham firm Braswell and Gorey got the contract, and they built a pair of deep foundation bridges for a bid of $14.6 million and a get-her-done early incentive of $2.5 million. It's a big enough deal that Alabama Governor Kay Ivey will be cutting a ribbon today in Morgan County. It's definitely worth celebrating if you're one of the folks who've been two-laning it on 36 and a few other roads for the past seven months. Well, let's look ahead to the week in Alabama weather. We have weather reporter Lee Morgan with us to give us some good news, Lee. Some good news. Yes, I have good news for a change. It's so nice to have good news. We're going to have not one, but two cold fronts come through this week. Real ones. Fall and chilly. Yes, and it's going to actually feel like fall. I'm so excited. Now, we've got to get to through today first. Today, we've got a marginal risk uh, for some severe weather as this cold front makes it through the state. Um, a large chunk of the state could see there's a low-end risk of isolated severe storms. So just keep a lookout. Damaging winds, the main concern. Mm. Once that front moves through, we're going to actually have some rain behind it instead of, you know, in front of it this go around. And But by Wednesday, it's going to, you're going to notice those cooler temperatures and the sun might even make an appearance. And by Thursday, a reinforcing cold front, as they say, mm. is going to come through and take those temperatures down even farther. So it's going to be nice fall-like pumpkin spice weather. And kind of reinforce yes. the fact that it's autumn. Yes. Um, well, what's going I know that um, we're still not through with hurricane season. Uh, hurricane Michael that hit Panama City a couple of years ago was October 10th. We're still right. a couple of weeks away from that date range. What's going on in the tropics? Yeah, you had to bring that up. Um, You know, we had like a few days of quiet and it was wonderful. But um, late Sunday, the Hurricane Center put an area of interest on the board, as I like to say. And it's in a place where us on the Gulf Coast got to pay attention to it. It's going to, they're expecting an area of low pressure to form in the Northwest Caribbean, south of Cuba, uh, east of the Yucatan, in that little pocket right there. So, um, right now, it has a low chance of development. We don't know where it would go. We don't know what it's going to do. But, you know, it's still hurricane season. We still got two months to right. go, unfortunately. seems like we see a lot of disturbances in that part of the Caribbean. And then it'll move over the Yucatan and, and, and won't really get its act together until it gets in the Gulf. But it, we see stuff develop there and, and, and shoot straight north. Sure. It's it's that time of year. The water's super warm down there. Um, you know, it's always something for us to... To, to watch. So we'll just watch it and see. Nothing to worry about right now, but just don't forget, unfortunately, you had to bring up bad news that it's still hurricane season. So, yeah. So we'll keep an eye on it. That's the only thing tropical-wise that we're watching right now, though. Okay. All right. Thanks, Lee. No problem. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you want to on the World Wide Web at AL.com. Mm-hmm.